A warm welcome in this week's episode as I'm preparing for the renewal week at the end of January and also as I'm preparing to write up after one of my presentations on particular psychological gifts that women can bring in the church. I am reminded of one of the gifts that we as Christian women we have, which is connectivity and compassion and empathy and this ability and desire to connect on a community level and be really particularly attentive to other people's needs. In psychology, it is described that in general, women have a greater emotional literacy. In other words, we perceive other people's emotions, we are more in touch with our own emotions, And this is such an important gift. And you might have heard of emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence in psychology, now there has several layers between the ability to read other people's emotions, to understand our own emotions, and connect in ways that are in synchronicity. This is so important, and it's a gift for us. And in the same time, as any gift... It can get us into trouble, especially as Christian women, because we do want to follow Christ and we want to give. And sometimes we tend to start giving and giving and giving until there's nothing else left. And here we are at the beginning of the year, and you might already have so many plans and so many connections with others that maybe you feel overwhelmed or feel like, oh my goodness. My schedule is already full. Type in the chat if this is happening because I want us to demystify this reality. There's nothing bad with that. It's just because we're so prone. We want to help. We want to jump in. We want to come up with solutions to help others. And in the same time, we need our own mechanisms, so to speak, to reconnect, to recharge, and get replenished. And that's what I want for you. So, No matter if you join my renewal week or not, if you're following me or coming into my programs, that is a resource for you. But what I really, really encourage you to do is to make sure you do have your own resources. It could be me or someone else. It doesn't matter. Just make sure you have your team in your corner who can support you. Because ultimately, due to our emotional intelligence and our ability to perceive our own emotions and others, many times we get stuck and we can get really quickly sucked in into the realities around us. And if you are going to decide to join the renewal weekend or work with me, you'll know that one of the most important steps and core training has to do with stabilizing our inner forces, emotions, thoughts, body sensations, so they can be aligned with our soul and our true self. And in my core training, Renewal in Action, I talk about how to regenerate and replenish four times a day, four parts of regeneration on four levels, body, mind, heart, and soul, in a way that's effective and efficient because we do not have time. We want to give. We are involved in our work, in our church community, in our families, and there's not a lot of time. So efficiency and doing things that are effective 
Eats of Essence. And today I'm going to unpack one key and very interesting element that has to do with how we prepare for giving, how we prepare in the morning, how we wake up, that will ground us in a larger perspective in Christ. So I will talk about this concept from psychosynthesis of second waking up. And if you're interested in learning more about the Renewal Weekend Open House, stay until the end. I'm going to bring all the details and there's a link for you to sign up for it to be inside of the Renewal Weekend Open House community. And if you're a regular, welcome back. And if you don't know me, I'm Dr. Yuana Popa from Team for the Soul, where I love helping and supporting Christian women professionals and servant leaders that are just dedicated to give their lives to Christ. And I love to support them so that they can keep on giving. So with that, let's dive in. So for a long time in my life, I used to live in upstate New York, which is so beautiful, the Finger Lakes region. It's absolutely amazing and beautiful. There's one little problem. Most of the year, the days are clouded, which is so interesting and in such juxtaposition with the beauty of the area, especially in the fall when you have the beautiful foliage. Now, one interesting thing that I found out actually after I left the area, which was so sad, is there is a strong tradition of hot air balloon. And when I was reading one time, there's this person who had this practice in his life, which I found is so interesting and fascinating. Listen to this. He was waking up half an hour to an hour before the sun was rising. He would get into his hot air balloon and he rode all the way far in the air to see the first sunrise before everyone else did. So he would see the first sunrise and then went down with his hot air balloon, and then would witness the sunrise on the earth. Now, this is a very interesting concept and really struck me because of the psychological and mental health training that I had. It really points to this idea that we have a choice how we start our day and how we wake up. Now, many times we think of preparing in the morning in terms of taking care of our needs, making sure we leave on time, we wake up our family, we have all the rhythms are going smoothly, and make sure we beat the traffic in case we have to drive. But many times we forget the mindset. If we're lucky, we might have some time to pray. But sometimes, because we're so caught up in what needs to happen in the day, our mind is already thinking ahead and we don't necessarily have the mental space to actually deepen our connection with God and prayer life. So many times the prayers are more mechanic. Now, this happens often. And the way to rethink this has to do with accessing the larger perspective of Christ. In psychosynthesis, the term that has been used, which I absolutely love, is the second waking up. See, we wake up biologically, and as I mentioned, we might get caught up already thinking about our day, what needs to happen on so many levels, and it's so easy to ignore the ways to actually connect in a meaningful way with God, not just doing lip service, 
but actually feeling it experientially. So the second waking up from the psychosynthesis concept has something to do like that hot air balloon ride. We pause and we actually connect with a larger perspective. See, Christ many times in the interaction with his disciples and everyone he encountered, he mentioned that God's ways are not our ways. God's mindset in a certain way are different than our three-dimensional mindset. So we need to have a process to step back from our daily existence and really sense into the larger perspective of God. So one way to do this is to really connect and see the world from God's perspective. Like, think about it. He's the creator of the universe, this infinite universe that we cannot even grasp. There's so many levels. There's so many galaxies. With the telescopes, we can barely, we don't even see the edges of the universe. So if we can really connect with a larger perspective and see ourselves through that lens, all of a sudden, all the events that are happening in our life, they're going to land differently and we're going to see them in a different light. And because we have the gift of connectivity, emotional connections, and we value this so much, and because it is so easy for us to get pulled in so many directions, we can lose very easily our center. We can lose very easily our sense of discernment, our sense of grounding presence. And many times we seek it out outside of ourselves. And it's very easy to come off center. And this is actually one of the reasons that we can lose our energy and we can get drained. So stopping in the morning especially, but also throughout the day and reconnected with our soul, with God that works within us is essential. So when we develop our own inner navigation system, which is a mystery and it's really in co-creating with God, then we can be grounded and no matter what happens and no matter what emotional resonance we have with other people or other communities, we can always be grounded and centered. So the second waking up practice has to do with this. It's very simple. Waking up in the morning, before you hit the ground running, take some time to really ponder, who am I? Who is God? How is God seeing me right now? And just have that connection directly through the wisdom that comes from God. And this is not a foreign concept, obviously, in our Christian tradition. We are invited to put on the armor of Christ. We are invited to connect with the living waters. We are constantly invited to stay on the vine. So having that remembrance as we start the day is essential so we can find our center. Because if we are not grounded in our gravitational center, then we're going to be pulled out in other people's orbits, especially as we are so in tune with other people's emotions. So staying grounded, staying present is essential. So the take-home message, I encourage you as you prepare for the morning, as you wake up, spend a few minutes and in your quietness and the silence of an inner being to connect with your center 
to connect with God, to connect to what's really meaningful to you and why you are excited about living in God. And that is going to be your rod or your compass throughout the day. And you can do that in many ways, but I encourage you not to do it just with your mind and thinking. Many times you think, let me say my prayers. Let me read this. This is fine. But remember, this is a mind activity. What I'm talking about is an experiential practice of connecting with your true self, with your soul, which is beyond thoughts, beyond emotions, beyond body sensation, which is larger than ourselves. So we can connect with that by inspiring our mind to see this larger perspective. So then we can lean into this experience and presence of God. God is everywhere feeling all things. We'll just have to remind our mind that we're not going to find it just with mind activity. All right. And with that, I am going to wrap up and I'm going to give you a few more details about the renewal week and open house. As mentioned in the previous episode, is happening January 29th to February 2nd, and I have more details now. You are going to have access to a private free community. It's not a Facebook group. It is in a different platform, which allows for that privacy and going to have an hour-long meetings on Zoom every day, which I will record, and they will be accessible inside of the group. And of course, we'll be also able to connect and chat inside. It's a really cool ability, and you can access this on your phone. And I value connection, so if you want to reach out to me directly, you can email me at connect at teamforthesoul.com. And with that, I'm going to end with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Glory to you, O God, glory to you. God, you fashioned us in wonderful ways. May you help us to regenerate. May you help us to find the right connections. And may you help the listener to find the right people to support them as they pour out their hearts to support others. They need support as well. May you give them clarity and guidance if it is through the programs that I am offering or through other programs that are available. May you guide them to discern and may you give them all the support they need so they can bring your light into the world. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And with that, thank you for all you do. And if you find this helpful, spread the word to other Christian women as we never know whom else might need it. And with that, I say goodbye for now.